Hey bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We are your hosts, Kevin Ie, and we have a lot of opinions that are, well, unpopular. Well, who's back in the driver's seat today, folks? Take, take Jesus, take the wheel. Call me the Washington Commanders. <laughs> that was so close to your mouth during that little opening there, Ie. Oh, was it too loud? No, it's great. It's just I'm getting a little bit more in tune to the audio logistics of it because as I try and like, you know, mix out the the audio levels with our new intro and then it's like sometimes like especially on the last episode because you weren't using the mic. It was like you I had to increase you a lot and decrease me a lot. You weren't too bad, but I just increased you for the whole time. So now I can see. You know how the how the waves go around the well, waves. I have a microphone and it's directly in front of me, so I think. Hell be- yeah! Today A-okay. should have this should have been a celebratory podcast, and instead it is. A We're literally down in the dumps. depression depression podcast. <laughs> It's they should put I'm us gonna, on Harry Prince Harry's like mental health podcast today. I'm gonna sue like Gmail, Ticketmaster, Taylor Nation, <laughs> every person on TikTok that I've Taylor seen Swift. that's gotten it. Like, yeah, I'm I starting to everybody. make a list. I'm checking it twice. I've got a yeah. list of names list and of yours names is in red underlined. Red, yeah. exactly it's just why do people have to be so annoying about it like i got my i got my pre-sale code like fuck off like like in some ways tiktok is so fun but it also like makes things 10 times more annoying oh a thousand times more annoying so it's really not it's not helping the cause for us, but it's it could still come through. I don't know. It's gonna come through in the logistics. Let's give our listeners some context. We you could pick between three, or you could pick one main option, two second options for the Eras Tour Taylor Swift. Then it says on the evening of the fourteenth, which it's still the evening, you'll get an email, and then following will be the code texted to you, and then at ten a.m. the Tomorrow. time zone of your concert tomorrow you'll get in but if you don't get that then at 2 p.m you can still go in and get you know the scraps literally like um a scarecrow or what is it um crows like going for the scraps of flesh after it's already picked over we can just like we're gonna have to get individual seats across the stadium and we'll just have to like FaceTime each other. So if Yeah, that's like totally there. fine. There's gonna be great cell service in there, I'm sure. Yeah, it's gonna oh, be you awesome. Were literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get two one seat in five twenty, one seat in five twenty one, one seat in five twenty. We're gonna hit emergency SOS. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna call the police again to give you a ride home. <laughs> it's gonna be we're gonna get tickets tomorrow. Yeah, we are definitely getting something. That's for damn I really sure. I don't think they're going to sell out in the pre-sale. Okay. Like, I bet they just had a certain number of spots. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I I know that. So I, before we started recording, she's like, I'm going to look up how many seats in this stadium and I'm the population well, no, of Pittsburgh. No, I, and- was just, I was just trying to get an idea of like, I mean, clearly they – they saw from the initial sign up, like, okay, we need to add more dates because we got huge turnout, which is smart that they did it that way. And then mm-hmm. added, oh my God, I just got an email, but it's from Sephora. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like have my inbox right in front of me, but um, what was I saying? 
I, uh, I lost it. the amount of people in the stadium something about oh, that no so they like they clearly knew that there was enough of more tour like, dates ho- yeah. however many responses that they got from pittsburgh justified having another performance added. right right so i wonder if they did two here for reputation i doubt it no i don't pittsburgh. think so yeah i don't think she's so. ever done two before well what you have to like let's here's a statistic for us in the first week of sales, Midnight sold 1.5 million copies. So that's 1.5 million people that were boosted ahead of us on the, in the list. Right. <laughs> and it's like how many tickets are actually available overall. Right. And it's like those 1.5 million people could order six tickets. Mm-hmm. Oh, Individually. God, we're not going to go. We're not going. Well, it, we'll have fun in the parking lot. It, we're going. We better, I will be at that field that weekend. But we better we, hope there's like a net. They're filming a Netflix. They're definitely filming it. She already. Oh, she yeah, already got the trademark. But yeah, I'm literally. You know those guys that stand on the corner and they're like hawking tickets. Those are that's the tickets I'm gonna hawking? get. Like. You mean scalping? <laughs> <laughs> we hawking. No, it's like they're hawking. You know. <laughs> like. <laughs> I've never isn't that what that it's before. called like they're selling or they're buying they're hawking scalping is like that's culturally inappropriate isn't it scalping isn't it called scalping tickets like taking the scalp off of someone like native americans Ticket, like a scalper i don't i never thought about the appropriation of the word etymology <laughs> <laughs> um i've been have you <laughs> Did you never get into The White Lotus? I watched the first season. I do kind of want to watch the new one because it takes place in... Did you watch it? It's good. Episode three came out last night. We've been watching it. It was... You know, HBO is so smart because they went right from Sunday nights being House of the Dragon right into White Lotus. So now it's just like we always have something to watch on Sunday nights. And um, in this... I literally... I Wait, I just Googled hawking tickets and it's like tickets to see Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Okay, so maybe that's not anything. Okay, fine. Um, uh, in this season, there's so many like different dynamics, but one of them is it's a son, his dad, and the granddad. So the three of them are traveling together. And it's they have a lot of these like awkward conversations like about how you're not supposed to say that stuff anymore and like how the granddad's kind of like inappropriate oh. and whatever. And it's like I can it's so uncomfortable watching it then that's the whole point of the show is to have like to show how uncomfortable and awkward some conversations are and stuff but it's just like when he's like you can't say that anymore like you can't do that anymore it's just the things that you say are just rude so then the granddad's like are you embarrassed of us like it's a very I feel like so many young people have felt that about their grandparents and either have like chosen to not say anything or just like have that awkward conversation so um, for the new season, like I know some of the actors from the first season are on it. Just are they one, put- just Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, I thought like Sydney Sweeney was on the set. No, none of them. Maybe mm-hmm. I maybe it was a clip from the first one then. And I can't Did even she, tell for sure. The same I character. I can't tell for sure. Like I think so. She is this like rich woman who's like kind of emotionally unstable. Which is the same as the first season. I but love like, that she's like the consistent care, like person. <laughs> she's though. the only one. Well, she she's truly, I'm so happy for her as an actress. Mm-hmm. Like she has made such a comeback. 
She's talked about in some of her interviews how she's close with the Ned Schneebly guy who directs it. And like she, he like, her and him like talk strategically about like where White Lotus is going. So I think they're like, Mm. and she, and every, they do like an after the episode where they interview people and they're like, who would you want to hang out with? And they're all, they all say Jennifer Coolidge is like the funniest person. She improvises a lot of what she does on the show and just like does it. And, like this in episode two, she like goes on the back of this um, moped and she's like trying to look all like Italian, but she's obviously like a larger woman. And it's just so funny in this most like, recent episode, her, like <laughs> her husband like left her and <laughs> she like uh, hires this tarot card reader and she comes and she's like, you're your husband's with a someone else, a beautiful woman. And she's like, couldn't that beautiful woman be me? And she's like, no, it's not you. <laughs> like, oh she God. just has some funny scenes, but. She's great. The other people that are in this season, Aubrey Plaza from Parks and Rec, she's good. Four from Divergent is in it. And you see his penis, nice. Oh, um, that's, what's his name? Uh, Theo James. Yeah, 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 I keep hearing people talk about him. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, the woman from the bold type is in yeah, it. Yeah, I'm curious. There's is like she a good? lot of people from other things. Oh yeah, they they're all cringy. Like all the characters are meant to be cringy, but they're like good actors and actresses. Yeah, I might I might watch it. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, there's I've also movie- been. Oh. oh, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, there's a movie that I don't. I for some reason thought maybe you told me about this movie, or I don't know where I, I'm just looking on my because I liked it on TikTok. But it's called Something Goes West. Oh, Something Goes West. No, no, <laughs> it's not called Something Goes West. I just can't remember what. Who Something is going west, and we're not <laughs> sure what the thing going west is. Yeah, it's called Ingrid Goes West. Ingrid goes west. In- Ingrid Ingrid goes west. And 2017. It's, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, and Elizabeth Aubrey Olsen. Plaza and Elizabeth yeah. Olsen. And I guess it's about. I just thought it looked like a good movie. Um, it's like about Aubrey Plaza and like her mother dies, and then she starts like following this influencer who like lives in California, and she like moves out there and sort of like integrates herself into this influencer's life and is sort of like stalkery and it just looks good it's on hulu i think yeah it will be really good yeah i'm curious i want to watch it it's that one like tiktoker who always talks about kind of weird movies so i always those are the movies i tend to watch i also quickly just i know we already talked about don't worry darling but i did finally watch it and i think that is my ideal movie what do you mean that's like my favorite like genre like like weird thriller super weird and just like you're not always sure you're kind of on the edge of your seat like what's going on it's very like off-putting it makes you yeah very uneasy and uncomfortable and i just it was so did you like look at your phone the whole time or like at all you were just like enthralled in the movie and it was just like and you said this it was like the cinematographer it was like such a pretty movie you know watch. what sucks though? I, my friend Sarah watched it too, and she said that it only has thirty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, like, it didn't. We were looking well, why? at the reviews because like, I was I don't like, get it. Like the convincing factor, I, I was like, oh, it's critically acclaimed. Like we have to watch it, <laughs> and then like we looked up the reviews after. And I mean, it's like he very really not critically it. acclaimed. But they were like really all over. The reviews were actually really all over the place. So. 
I think it, it was an incredible film. Like seriously, one of the best movies I've watched this whole year. Like yeah. Florence Pugh it's really like the outdid best. herself. She's, she was so good. I also Harry like, Styles um, is not a good actor, but he's just so cute to look at that it's just like yeah, we let him honestly, get away with it. He wasn't like he was in it a lot, but he was it's definitely like much. not the main character. Yeah. Um I also I loved her friend Bunny, like the redhead Wild. Or, like her neighbor. Is that yeah, Olivia, Olivia Wilde? Yeah. I don't know what she I like don't know these people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's why it's like that's it's oh, I literally know she, I just didn't, the drama never, come to life. I have never seen her in anything. So she's the one who okay, made up idiot. her kids, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, that's Olivia Wilde. So and that's yeah, why the know. drama in real life matches up what happens in the movie because Olivia Wilde's like complicit with it because she right. just like it's serving her. And Florence Pugh is like out on a ledge being like, no, it was really a bad like thing to work in. Like it's yeah. the exact same situation. I think she like Florence Pugh. I don't know how to say it. Pube. <laughs> I think it's Pugue. Pugue? Pew? I think. P- or Whatever. maybe Pugue. Florence. Florence. Um, I think she's going to be like a really successful actor. I completely agree. Don't you think? Some of her outfits that she wore to the film festival, like that purple thing, she's just like, she knows how to be a big time movie star and very mysterious at the same time. But then you'll see she used to date Zach Braff. She literally like will comment on his like Instagrams and stuff. Like she's weirdly like like, well, she's like she knows when to like speak up. You know what I mean? Like she's not always in your face, but it's like, oh, there she is. Yeah, like she's doing that thing. She's gonna be in Dune too. I like her a lot. She wasn't in the first one. Mm Mm-mm. She's like a new character, some queen something or something. But that'll be a, a nice cash cow of her to have. That's Olivia Wilde. I'm so dumb. <laughs> like that's and that's kind of I think I said this before, but like it's confusing to me how somebody can be a big part role and a director at the same time. Like, yeah, how do you direct yourself in those scenes, you know, that you're in and like she was in a lot of it. So that's. Um, I don't know how you, and that's like Elizabeth Olsen directing scenes of the handmaid's tale. It's like, you are, it's just you like wiggling your forehead vein. So Maybe I don't know she how just you like it. stops scenes when, or like watches it on like a monitor or something after and yeah. then goes back or I don't know. I'm sure there's a way to do it. So I think where we ended up with the drama was, and I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but I think when they first started filming, Olivia was still with Jason Sudeikis and Florence and Harry started hooking up. Then as mm-hmm. the then as the production went along, Florence and Harry kind of stopped and Olivia broke up with Jason or there was like some overlap and then Harry was hooking up with Olivia. So mm-hmm. a little bit I think of it as like some jealousy of like, it's professionalism, number one, but it might also be like you left me to like go hook up with this the director. And like I feel like if you're the director and a major person in the movie it's noticeable if you're like not around you know like if you're hooking up on set or whatever so it's kind of like that's annoying and that's what Florence was saying basically she had to like step into the role of director sometimes because Olivia was like out doing whatever with Harry right well she did a good job so I think it's an incredible film and I think I hope Florence wins like an Academy Award for it I know do you think that do you think that movie is is like 
Oscar enough. Like I can never tell if it's like gritty enough or whatever for the Oscars. It's not I like I can never tell because most movies I watch that are Oscar nominees are the worst movies I've awful. ever seen. That cowboy movie. That's all I keep thinking of is that Who stupid cowboy Who? movie. Do you <laughs> know them? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> these are I really your thought you put on home movie. <laughs> the only movie last year that was good that was Oscar nominated was Coda. 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 <laughs> it was so fucking good. Like crying. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. So, what was your as a woman like? What did you think about like some of the deeper meanings behind the movie? It's just I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just crazy, man. You know. <laughs> You literally, your brain just literally like <laughs> wiggled trying to do the noodle dance. Noodle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like, hello. Like, think of things. Come on, brain. <laughs> like, um. I don't, I mean, what deeper meaning do you mean? Like, what? Well, it's basically about like how men in today's society like don't feel like they still want that fifth 1950s control over their wives right and that's like what they saw as like an ideal world for them right to they want to it's literally make america like, great again it's like let's go back to that he didn't like the fact that like his wife was working so much right and then i it was just i like i knew the whole time like it i it was an easy prediction that like it oh, was actually see. taking Sarah I said that too, time. and I, I had no idea. Well, I I honestly thought that's probably what it is, but that also seems too obvious. I don't. There oh. are other movies that are like that that you find out. Took it's place like happening in modern in day. real time because there were a few. Oh, I also when they like when she like went up that hill to like the headquarters or whatever, it looked yeah. too modern to be oh. like. Don't you 1950s? think that's strict? Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed too modern. But um, just the fact, like, it was so weird that, like, he was taking himself in and out of the simulation to, like, mm-hmm. pay for it. So it's mm-hmm. like he was still living his half and half. outside life. And then she was able to. But that's like just, what people, a- that's like what they're saying guys, like, get off on is, like, total control. You know right. What I mean? And then he's still feeling like, oh, I'm providing for us. Like he he's bringing it on him. Like that's not what she wants, but he's like, oh, this is I'm making our life so much better. But that's in his eyes, like what he thinks would be a better life, not what she like. Because she's like, I loved her. Like she loved her job. Like she was a surgeon or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um. Now, I will yeah, say, I thought, like, I there great. are aspects of a community like that that are appealing, like walkability. You're close to your friends. You, like, can, like, have house parties. Everybody just, like, walks yeah. over and, like, going to town centers. Like, that kind And that's, like, what city life is, like, idealized as. But, like, mm-hmm. the fact that most of them were there under, you know, not the right circumstances. Now, my question was, there was a lot of, like, unanswered questions for me. Like, Gemma Chan's character... Like, did she know what was going on? That um, she was like the wife of the main guy, um, but I then because she... then in the end she killed him, right? Right. Well, because that's what like 
as soon as that happened, we were like, oh, was she the one that brought him in? Right. Actually. Right. Or did she, she figure seemed it out? More, well, or did she always know? Or she maybe she always maybe she was like just an part Olivia Wilde situation. And then they, went, they went in together. Yeah. Um. Wow, something yeah, to think know. about for sure. It was a I, yeah, and I love movies that you like. You're still thinking about it like days later. You know? Oh yeah, and just like all, I, I'm just thinking of like all the palm trees and the cars and like everything was just so pretty. And that scene where they're having the dinner party is just like, well, the f- two dinner parties. The first one's like so much fun. The second one's so like intense. Oh my god, that. it was so te- it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. it's just like makes you feel I just, stuff. I loved like the old like the how like how the houses were and like. Yeah. I love their all their outfits and it she was looked just so good. Yeah. I've been I've been thinking for like weeks about doing a TikTok that's like kind of like the breakfast thing where it's like angled down in their coffee cup oh, yeah, and then yeah, like yeah. cutting the, the bread and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like cracking the egg in there. Yeah. It was good. I, good I, movie. I don't know if your I don't know if yours would look that pretty. Sorry. Well, I wouldn't even. My first issue is like I wouldn't even know how to hold the camera or like hold like the. <laughs> You'd thing. have to get I like a need, tripod. Like, yeah. How did? Well, how did? You're the um, expert. I. How did you make your <laughs> bagel video? Oh my god! Go I literally like hoisted <laughs> it up on some books. Like it was so ratchet. <laughs> with both of your hands, like molding the bagel. <laughs> Like, it's so bad. I need to take that down. <laughs> um, I also watched the new Black Panther over the weekend. It was very good. It did you see it? Um, uh, dethroned the biggest movie premiere in November was still uh, Catching Fire, The Hunger Games. So that was like the biggest movie premiere in November still. So it finally unseated of, like, that of all Novembers. Yeah. Like literally Hunger Games catching fire. I guess we kind of forget like we grew up with so many important movie releases and book releases like all the Harry Potters, like the Hunger Games, like all the Twilights, like like, all of those There hasn't been like a book series in so long that like people are really excited about like that. Pretty Little Liars. Like what? Like, yeah, there isn't really anything. What do kids read these nowadays? Like Colleen Hoover. But like, don't you see What's that? I, I guess I'm on like book talk. There's this author named Colleen Hoover that people like lose their shit over. I read one of her books, but it was okay. <laughs> people are like, it's the best thriller I've ever read. And I, oh, I've read a lot of thrillers, so it's like I don't know. I would say it's probably it's a high bar to get anything to thrill you via a book. I. I mean, I I read a pretty good book last week. What was it? It was called Hidden Pictures. Oh, not Hidden Figures. No, it was pretty good though. It was kind of creepy, but um. Did you finish it? Yeah, I literally read. See, I'm so wishy washy with books. It's like I'll either read two pages and be so bored, or I'll like. Oh wait, I just got an email. <gasps> oh fuck no! What is it? Not it. Some stupid promotion. <laughs> I literally, my heart like jumped. I saw the number one come up. <laughs> um, well, how about me? I literally got a Ticketmaster email and it was literally like raiding Lizzo. And I was like, oh, oh my God. How'd you like, like that's over. Like we're done She's with that. She's coming to Pittsburgh thanks. apparently. Oh, really? I thought On, she like, was. the next leg of her tour. 
Oh, okay. In the spring, maybe. Because she was saying she's done. She's just, she's going to be in LA this week and then she's done, I think. Yeah, it's literally in like, I think it's February. May 13th or something. Oh, May. My goodness. Yeah. She's Um, here. You know what I the book see the uh book that I read last or when I was on vacation did Leanne you, Moriarty I did finish it it was really good apples never fall it was very good I'm sure see the thing is with books and movies I'm like Mr Gullible like you would probably have realized what was happening the entire fucking time through and I had no idea so it's interesting for me to I'm always conned by no, them. that's that's always Kush he literally will predict it page three. Oh it's really? Because so a few don't times you think we've he like, read the up. same book. I don't know. He's honestly pretty good at predicting stuff. Um. So what? And I'm I'm also horrible. What was the Ash Ketchum situation? Is oh, why did it take him twenty years? I'm so confused by that. I don't know. He's always won in my games. <laughs> I know. It's like why was it I, like, like big news that like he I do finally not understand won? like the trajectory of the TV show because it's always like a new generation and then it's so like, that's what it was on the, the TV show. I didn't even know that TV I show was so. still on. Oh yeah. So is this like Arthur, the culmination of Pokemon? I mean, like, where does he go from here now? Now I'm, he's the I'm ultimate sure champion. New... Well, now they'll probably do a Violet and Scarlet. Are you gonna get it? The new game. Uh, probably not, but I'll be happy for you that you're going to get it. Oh, you should get it. You guys you think it'll them. be fun? I guess yeah. that was sort of during COVID. Is it's that like such a it? fad. Like, it's so like, you know, I'll get into it like so intensely for a while. And then it's just like, eh, it's over now. What's different about this one? It's just a new, it's like another world and yeah. new, like a new set of Pokemon. Some I always like Pokemon, the graphics though. and stuff. They're so uh, like some of the new Pokemon are just so ugly. It's like I don't know what drugs these people are on that are making these. <laughs> Floops, weird. Oh, they are literal Fooglies. It's like OSS members. What's gonna be your starter? It's I always do Water type. Oh, the Spy always, or the you know whatever it is. Apparently, mysterious. this one like in its in its later evolutions, it sort of looks like a peacock. Oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah, that's all of really them, cool. All the Pokemon got leaked. Oh shit, all of them. The whole uh, literally all of them. <laughs> so it's What doesn't get leaked surprise. in 2022, you know? Like how do you even keep things under wraps? I don't know. Hackers. Um my issue with Pokemon is like I have such nostalgia for the OG Pokemon that like I never even I care about the new ones. And these new ones, like the plots are so complicated and like mm. it's just not how it used to oh, be. Oh my god, it's like, oh, there's a new professor and that one's betraying the old and one. It's like or we have to it's save like, the oh, world geez. from this, you know. The twins, the sword and shield twin rocket. <laughs> Literally. Why they should do a like, retro what are Jesse one. and what are Jesse and James up to? Where's Meowth? They're probably like eighty years old. Well, they're definitely not the Pokemon champions. That's for damn sure. They're in a ditch somewhere. They're probably in jail. They might be <laughs> in jail. Pokemon jail. <laughs> Officer Jenny got him. Who's Officer Jenny? <laughs> that was always the police officer in the oh. in the TV show, Officer who Jenny. Did, who did she arrest? She was just always around like when stuff was going on. Like I feel like she got Where's Misty? I don't know. She probably retired. 
Oh, yeah, probably for, for those, a quiet life in the village. Those gyms, like, in all those different worlds, do they just keep running? Who's going to those gyms, you know, these days? I guess people, yeah, I guess. Who's, you like, know, who's... is Kush still playing Pokemon Go? <laughs> <laughs> he literally played uh... in Europe. Like, he's... Oh, I bet there was cool Pokemon there. I saw a thing the other day that, like, they literally, on, like, on January 6th, they, like, shut down... <gasps> All the like all the gyms it, like around DC were suspended, so people like wouldn't go out. Oh my it gosh! Was dangerous. Like on the January sixth, or the, like January- yeah, the January. Oh my gosh! No, the January sixth. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that yeah. like oh got um, caught in the crossfire. I was looking for like Bulbasaur. Sorry. Right. <laughs> like I wasn't storming the Capitol. I was just looking for. <laughs> Uh, Do you really want to know where I was January sixth? <laughs> I need to. I need to post mine. I'm surprised um, you didn't post that on our Twitter. Do you really want to know that where I was April 29th? Yeah, you with the face mask. Um, I still could. There's still time. I um, I wanted to talk about Black Panther, but there are going to be spoilers ahead. Because are you going to watch it? Did you ever watch the I mean, first one? I haven't even watched the. I'll forget, so it's fine. I'm just like mad because they think that we forget things, you know, like pop culture does move on quickly, but like I remember certain things and especially about anti-vaxxers. Like I remember anti-vaxxers and Letitia Wright, the like main woman in Black Panther was an anti-vaxxer and they had to stop production for so long because she was an anti-vaxxer whatever. I'm guessing she ended up getting vaccinated because they moved forward with the film. But like just the that fact annoyed me. And then you have Lapita and Angela Bassett, who are like the other strong females in the movie. And the whole point of the movie is like who's gonna be the next Black Panther or like who is mm. You know, and then it was just so predictable because it ended up being the fucking anti vaxxer in the end. And it was oh. like I was hoping like Angela Bassett would like make it or something where there, there was like another mm-hmm. girl who went to Harvard, a black girl. She like, that could have been her or something, but it ended up being very predictable in the end. So like, that's mm-hmm. kind of annoying, but good fight scenes, yeah. good Rihanna songs, like very uh, touching tributes to Chadwick all throughout. So it was a good movie, but two and a half hours. And they did a good job with that part. Yeah. But that meant that the whole thing was a little like more solemn you know, like it was all kind of about like grief and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It was good. The first one was so good. This one was good. I really, you know, like Marvel movies to me, like I love all of them pretty equally. Like you can put on any of them. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. Like it's going to be fine. Which one's your favorite again? That's or a good. I like, I don't one. really know if I have one. Like I think most recently. Well, Avengers Endgame is just so good. Like the big one with the big fight in the end is like still the best, I think. But I really do like the Doctor Strange Scarlet Witch one. That's pretty good. This one, the Black Panther one was, it's up there too. So yeah, I don't know. They're all pretty good. I still don't understand how all of those connect. Like does Black Panther connect to others Mm -hmm. at all? Yeah. Yeah. Chadwick was like in, and like Wakanda like helped them fight the end game thing. And like, yeah, it, oh, they're, okay. all, they're all connected. I actually was expecting more like Avengers to appear in this movie, but they're, they're, they really do keep some of them separate. Like they want to keep it very. Well, sometimes it's probably like almost impossible to connect that much because that's but like it's so always... many different plots. 
But now that's always like something fun. Like, are we going to see anybody like any cameos from anybody else that like we didn't know about? Like, that's part of the fun. Also, I mean, from like the few that I've seen, like there's all there's like the things after the credits. Yeah, there was only one. But actually, Julia Louis-Dreyfus was cool how they connect they connect to like other stuff mm-hmm. through those this one kind of ended the black panther story but it just said black panther will return but julia louis oh, okay. dreyfus was like the big person throughout the movie she's like getting back into the multiverse or whatever who was so. she before she's like a government official now she's like oh, the head okay. of the cia or something they really do i mean they get some big actors in these oh well it's it's like a cash cow like it's easy money i mean and that's kind of what cash you've now said cash cow twice in this what else did i say cash cow about i forget you said it earlier (laughs) cash cow cash cow cash cow um but like that's what like acclaimed filmmakers don't like about superhero movies because like that's really what's making money at the box office is these like big superhero movies you know yeah I don't know. I feel like people don't. People go to the movies to see those big ones, you know? Well, it's like, what can I not... Like, what's going to be better on a big screen? Oh, my God. There was this long trailer for Avatar. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go When does that come out? I think soon. The Way of the Water. Oh, it's this year. Okay. I think so. Let's see. I will pass on that one. Yeah, 2022. Um, okay, so do we want to get into some of our articles? December sixteenth, twenty twenty-two. It's going to come out soon. The budget was literally two hundred fifty million dollars, and it's all fucking fake. Like it's all computer generated. Right, so who are you paying? Like software engineers? I have no idea. Do they talk in it? Do they speak? Yeah, they word? talk. Is it just like? Oh, okay. Well, they speak English. I think so, yeah. I guess we should go back and watch the original one again. Maybe we missed something, right? I don't know. Kate Winslet. It's pretty. I would watch it just to look at. Yeah, and this one's fun. It's like in the ocean and stuff. People just you know lose what? their shit over it. Oh, wait. one. I haven't watched it yet, but um, did you like Falling for Christmas? Love. Absolutely okay. adored. I'm sure yeah. I'm going to love it. Oh, it's, I was like... It, it's incredible. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I am like, is it going to put me in the Christmas mood? What do you think happens in it? Did you see the well, trailer? I know, she, I know she like falls or something and loses yeah. her me- like, like loses her memory, and then she's in this place. So she, then she has to like make her way and try to get her memory back. Yep. I and love then, a good ambient plot point. Love it. <laughs> it's like no, that's like, one of my favorite tropes. Hallmark is literally keeping am- the amnesia industry like going. Like, they make it the- seem like amnesia is a common thing that happens. Every I don't know seconds, a single person who's had amnesia. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know a lot. Oh you God. know what um, would be interesting is the Hallmark multiverse if. Gretchen Wieners, who's in a lot of Hallmark, and now oh, Lindsay, yeah. and like, oh shit! I yeah. also saw like we need a Lindsay cameo in the Princess Switch situation as well. Like, how can right. we get her character over there? Because it was yeah, very like, much Princess the, Switch. Is that part of that Christmas multiverse? Right. Yeah, I wonder if there are any. Sorry, I now we're getting off topic, but I wonder if um, 
if any others are coming out in any of those this year. Princess Switches. I haven't seen them. Oh, um, I'm also really excited about the um, the Santa Claus series on Disney+. Plus. Is Tim Allen in it? Yeah. Oh, geez. When does it come out? I'm not sure. Um, but it's the only original people in it are him, the wife, and Bernard. Oh, the wife. I loved the wife. Yeah. But, like, Charlie's not in it. Um, well, I'm sure it's going to be. Didn't we look up that he cheesy, was, like... But- like arrested or something eric yeah. lloyd i it came it comes out in two days oh, chapter shit. one good to hoe what good to hoe <laughs> that's what the- is this like rated r <laughs> that's what the first episode's called chapter one good to hoe november 16th apparently that's there's hilarious. gonna be six chapters so it'll be this week up until December 14th. The success Amazing. of Christmas, the successes clause. Oh, geez. It's always something, isn't it? Um, the other thing about the Lindsay Lohan movie was like, first of all, she's an incredible actress in it. She looks incredible. But it's about like um, the little town lodge is like going out of business because of the big, big oh, ski lodge. Like it's all of those they put every single Hallmark thing in there. The wife died and the, the you know, whatever. They're, and she loved Christmas. And so now, oh, geez. Yeah. I'm like such a sucker for Christmas movies. It's so bad. It's good. Like it's all. pretty good and good for her, you know, getting. She needed to pay some rent and that's totally fine. Like Lohan Beach Club is completely dead, I'm sure. So it's just like. And she's going to be in some other stuff on Netflix, right? Like, she has, like, a contract. Is it? I think so, yeah. I don't know. She's talking about Freaky Friday, too. I don't know if she's talking about more oh stuff boy. on Netflix. Um, you know who else is getting their getting their pennies from Netflix is Millie Bobby Brown, and I did watch Enola Holmes 2 last night, and it was pretty good. I never saw one. Oh, it was What's good. It Helena Bonham Carter. It's basically it's Henry like Cavill time. is... is um, What's his name? Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. And this is his little sister, Enola Holmes. Enola. 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 Granola. And their mom is Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, she's going to be, I think she's going to go places. Helena Bonham Carter? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's been no. to the places. Millie like, Bobby she, Brown. Millie she needs Bobby to go Brown. home from the places. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Also, I need, I'm announcing this to our listener, um, Bean, because I know he'll listen to this tomorrow, probably before uh, he reads a text from me. Our apartment has begun watching Downton Abbey, and it is truly something special. Well, we started with the second movie on a plane where they're in like the south of France. Like, that was fun. Maggie Smith, amazing. Then we watched the first movie, which was good. And then now we're starting from the beginning. Honestly, boring as shit, but it's like fun. Mm-hmm. And now we're taking a break from Downton Abbey and watching a little bit of the new crown season. And it's pretty good with the Princess Diana storylines, Elizabeth Debicki. Uh, and I can't get into any of that stuff. I need Umbridge is the queen. Oh, oh yeah. Modern times. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's too late for me to get into that. Well, what about it is too late? Just like. 
It's it's it overwhelms me. With like the Roy, all the Roy, it's everything you already know. I guess no, just like I can I mean, that would be a good. There's a lot of seasons. Would be a good well, to... I haven't watched any of the other seasons. I'm just kind of jumping into season five. I don't really care about like the queen when she's younger. Like the Diana stuff is interesting. Oh, it's nice. You can kind of like pop in just for like, if you want to see like a certain part of yeah. the storyline. Um, I have a ethical question for you. An ethical dilemma, so, oh, shall boy. we say. Um, um, do you people are saying that they wouldn't have hated Camilla as much if she was pretty and Diana was ugly? Like if they swapped looks, would we love Diana and hate Camilla still? I don't think it would change. Oh, you don't think? I mean, I don't think Camilla's that ugly. Oh, she's pretty hideous. I mean, people will she talk about like how old British lady Diana know. wore that revenge dress and then Camilla wore it and Diana will look so much better. I think people wouldn't have the nostalgia for for Diana as they do if she wasn't as pretty as she was. She was beautiful. Maybe. But yeah. she had a beautiful soul too. But also when you need to, when you look at the whole, like the circumstances of what happened, like that makes Camilla uglier too. Right. But it's not even Camilla who was ugly. It's Charles. Like, he's the ugliest yeah. rat on the earth. No, but we just, like, see her as the enemy because of just what she's well, representing, you know? Right. She should not have been at their wedding. She should not have had that cheating scandal. And she's a lying, cheating hoe. Yeah. Yeah. But so is Charles. I think today's his birthday. I hope he dies next year hope before his next birthday. Yeah. <laughs> You know what is so interesting though is did you ever watch the Spencer movie with Kristen Stewart? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So good, right? It was really good, yeah. But this is such a different vibe for Diana because this Elizabeth Debicki person is like so tall. She like towers over everyone, which I think Diana was really tall too. And hmm. Kristen Stewart is just so short. So small. And so yeah. like it's a very different aura as they're giving off. Mm-hmm. Just as different actors, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. But the reason I brought that up was because Helena Bonham Carter, I think, is still in this season, or she was in the last season or something of The Crown. Okay. Well, you know what, Kev? I hope you continue to enjoy it. Thanks, Eddie. I will probably not be tuning in. Well, that's okay. That's totally fine. You probably are going to have to tune into Adele's concert, which is what we're going to talk about next, isn't it? You know what, Kev? I just so happen to have an article pulled up right here, courtesy of Reuters. You sure do, because we were supposed to talk for an episode about concerts, and we talked for 43 minutes about absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) What do we want to talk about, just like current concerts? Well, my, my unpopular opinion right now is that concerts fucking suck and this stupid Ticketmaster thing doesn't work because we are hardworking fans and we nothing just want ever. our tickets. You know what, Kev? Nothing ever sounds as good live, you know? What do you... Oh, yeah. I mean, we could just look, look at YouTube to. videos. We don't need to go. It's fine. <laughs> we can just listen, do the full set list in my apartment. I'm just going to have the phone up to my ear and then... Act yeah. like I'm just gonna watch the Lover from Paris uh, videos and then be fine with that. But I'm not gonna tell anybody I didn't get tickets. I'll probably t- 
take someone else's picture and post it on my Instagram story. We're going to have a like that movie that where that girl goes to France and we'll do green yeah. screens. <laughs> oh my god. Um okay, so anyway, back to Adele. So Adele returns to Las Vegas for her delayed concerts. Um she begins her residence on fr- like this coming Friday, mm-hmm. which is 10 months after she canceled her shows at the last minute, citing COVID-19 delays. Um, she I faced still a lot don't of, buy that. No, she faced a lot of online backlash in January for the announcement's short notice as some fans were already traveling there for the concerts called Weekends with Adele. U.S. actor Dominic Crisonino was at a New York airport when he heard the news but traveled to Las Vegas anyway. He ended up speaking to the Hello Singer via FaceTime. Now he is going back this weekend to finally watch Adele perform at Caesars Palace. Oh, wow. I was honestly over it within a couple of hours because I always think the most of every situation, and so I was just finding the positive and things happen. Yeah, but he could probably afford to, you know, he wasn't going to back to Vegas. Money yeah. he didn't have. Now it's that redemption of finally having the opportunity to go and see her. So we're very much looking forward to actually being in that space and hearing her voice and seeing this concert that we've been waiting for. And that's the whole article. You know, when she was first like announcing that she was doing kind of a residency instead of a tour, I was like, oh, that's different. That's like kind of cool. And now I'm kind of like, that's so selfish. Like go to where people are. You know what I mean? Like, why are you expecting everybody to go to Vegas for you? Like you need to go to Milwaukee and fucking sing to them. You know what I mean? Like get off your ass and get on your tour bus. I kind of like the residency thing. But, but it's so exclusive and so hard to even get tickets. I mean, she's just doing like a Las Vegas residency. A lot of other people do that. I, I don't think this, does this qualify as a residency? I mean, I, don't I thought know a residency was like, oh, yeah. Okay. I guess it is just a residency, huh? Well, whatever. I mean, That's I get I, it is essentially like replacing her tour, but like sometimes singers don't do tour anymore. But yeah. Did you see how um, Harry Styles got sick on his last leg of the Las Vegas tour or Los Angeles tours? And he literally rescheduled them for like February. Like it's like a few oh, months away now. Yeah. What an inconvenience. Did you get your tickets for Harry at a... I don't want to hear it, Kev. <laughs> I'd I go see him in concert. Made one, I made one comment, <laughs> and it, like, it did not need to blow to that proportion. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so what is this next one? Taylor Swift, Adele, and Bruce Springsteen concerts are all getting super expensive. So fans are spending a lot more for concerts in the U.S. thanks to a higher base price, higher fees levied by the show's promoters, and a new dyna- the dynamic pricing model's bullshit. What is that? It's like as there's more. I don't think they have Interest. it for Taylor. As like it's once the sale starts, if it's going like really fast, they like bump increase up ticket it. prices to mm-hmm. like the top dollar that it can be. Assholes. Um, an optimized pricing model, high inflation rates, and some peer pressure is also emptying a large number of wallets when it comes to concerts. Concert prices are up in the air because there isn't a roof to break through. As per Fortune and oh. Ticket IQ, the average price of a secondary market ticket for Bruce Springsteen's concert has climbed from $290 for 2012's Wrecking Ball Tour to $1,195 for his 2023 tour. 
thanks to that dynamic pricing system that works for concert prices nowadays, some people bought concert tickets for $5,000. Um, in 2022, some tickets for Adele's Famous Weekends with Adele show were sold for a price range between thirty dollars and $40,000 <gasps> per seat. What? Per seat? What the fuck is wrong with people? You could buy Who a car. Who that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, um, also, did Bruce Springsteen go on tour with Miley Cyrus? Why was it called? Yeah, that was, I, I, well, I was like, why did they say tour? Wrecking Ball? Was it at the um, Wrecking Ball Cafe? Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, so it's like, why are concerts becoming more expensive? The base price has gone up um, since there were no concerts during the last two years. A lot of artists are now trying to make up for their past losses and book the same large venues. The sudden rise in demand from artists created a cascading impact on demand for related elements like lighting, production, etc. Um, See, that's what that's what Lizzo was saying because people were like, "Lizzo, your tickets are so expensive," and she responded like, "Yeah, two years ago I didn't have to pay for lighting and dancers, and now I have to pay all this money for those people." And it's like, you still don't need to charge more. No ticket to anything should charge more than two hundred dollars. That's it. You know what's crazy? I is I was so like the tickets we got for six. We got six tickets were $90 each. So total, it was like $500 or something. That's literally the exact same that we spent for two tickets on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this doesn't seem that much for six tickets. Like, really, it's not that bad compared right. to. Hey, um, okay, maybe we can take this offline. But I wanted to ask about what what happens with those like walk up tickets? Like, how do people just walk up to shows and get tickets? You know how people like, like camp Broadway? out? Bef- yeah. I mean, there's like a lottery thing you can do. Like you sign up like, like day in the morning. Of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of going for like one day around Christmas time and I was just like, maybe I'll just walk up to Funny they Girl. Have like, <laughs> they have like a booth, I think. Like Where down, you can just like, just hey. It. Yeah. So, I think you can do that. I would even go see like Wicked. I don't know. I just want to go see something. Anyway, let's talk offline Wicked. about that. Wicked would be amazing. Um. Okay, the second one is higher fees levied by the show promoter. After all expenses are paid, the profits split between the artist and the promoter. 75 to 85% of these profits usually go to the performing artist while the balance goes to the show's promoter. Hmm. Uh, And then there's the whole dynamic pricing thing, optimized pricing for select seats. So it's like an aisle seat is priced more than a middle seat, which wasn't normally a thing. Oh, Inflation's obviously another piece of it. Peer peer pressure. Uh, artists generally follow an interactive system which rewards extreme fan behavior. Uh huh. Literally. Exactly why peer we're pressure. suffering right now. I know. This dumb slut. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's enough about tickets. If you want to move on to the next article. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting back into our depressive episode i know I'm like oh shit i my mind was off of it for a little bit and i know again um okay so taylor swift's jewel adorned mtv awards look was inspired by queen elizabeth ii Speaking i thought it was the inspired crown. by reputation taylor's i version. thought so too well she was wearing a snake ring oh was she i didn't see that hmm. um taylor swift arrived at um, MTV's Europe Music Awards last night in Dusseldorf, Germany, in an evening gown that flipped the scripts on red carpet jewelry. It was a really cool dress. I like it. Was it was a, a cool dress, yeah. Um, 
So she opted for just a few silver rings and a spiral of studded ear cuffs, but her outfit was far from lacking in adornments. Instead of the conventional smatterings of jewels, she stepped out in a cascading midi skirt made entirely from a shimmering net of handmade silver and green. That dress must have been heavy. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but the only thing anybody was looking at were her tits. They, she was something's going on. She must have switched birth control or something. <laughs> like they're large. <laughs> like she had to have looked in the mirror and been like, "Oh wow, my tits look huge in this." Like they just well, looked people, big. People are saying that she like changed into that other outfit because people were like. Oh, I feel like she probably had. She usually does change into other outfits, doesn't she? Yeah, it was a beautiful outfit. It's just those selfies, those like selfies she was taking. She was purposely like putting herself going to the side. Yeah. Um, Okay, so then the custom David Coma look, a nod to the designer's fall winter 2023 collection, was paired with a black spaghetti strap body. And open-toed slingbacks, the skirt's emerald-toned jewels were inspired by the late Queen Elizabeth II's own emerald collection, according to a spokesperson. Interesting. Um, And then at this award show, um, she became the evening's top-winning artist, scooping up four awards for Best Artist, Best Video, Best Pop, and Best Long-Form Video for all too well 10-minute version, Taylor's version. We've um, it's been a year. We're done with it. Literally. Thanks. Yeah, not until the Oscars. Oh my god. Um, the pop star wore. Wait, when did you say the Grammy nominees were coming out? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, shit. The pop star wore a second David Coma look to address or, or to accept the accolades on stage. A black and silver crystallized polo shirt dress acted as the perfect backdrop to her armful of silver MTV trophies. Someone needs to run MTV to the ground. <laughs> like, come on. Oh, my goodness. It's just like she owns them or they own her, mm-hmm. one or the other. Like, they must have paid her so much fucking money to show up at the VMAs and not the EMAs. Like, it's just so random. I don't know. It is very random. Okay. And then we have what else do we have? Oh, I wanted um, to talk about Dave Chappelle and Kiki Palmer on SNL because I know I said last episode that Dave Chappelle was the nail in the coffin, but Kiki Palmer then brought the nail back, back out of the coffin. Yeah, I kind of want to yeah. watch her on this. She'll be next week, right? Yeah, this upcoming with week with SZA. Um, so Dave Chappelle addressed several contentious topics in his latest SNL monologue, focusing mostly on Kanye West's recent anti-Semitic comments. In a lengthy stand-up set, Chappelle name-checked former President Donald Trump and Senate candidate Herschel Walker and also may have alluded to the negative reaction to jokes he's made about transgender people. Before he began his routine, he unfolded a small piece of paper and read from it. I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms, and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye, is how you buy yourself some time. On the topic of West... Chappelle said he typically approached the rapper when West was embroiled in a controversy, but this time Chappelle said he waited to observe the response to West's anti-Semitic statements. He also joked that Kanye got in so much trouble, Kyrie got in trouble, referencing the NBA star suspended by the Brooklyn Nets for comments after sharing a link to an anti-Semitic movie on social media. Chappelle said he could see what See how West would adopt the delusion that Jews run show business, saying it's not a crazy thing to think, but it's a crazy thing to say out loud in a climate like this. He went on, I know the Jewish people have been through terrible things all over the world, but you can't blame that on black Americans. You just can't. Oh, jeez. Um, I don't know how much. 
is that the oh there's only a little bit left um in an apparent nod to the backlash some comics receive when audiences find their jokes offensive Chappelle ended the monologue by admitting to the audience he no longer enjoyed performing in front of large crowds saying it shouldn't be this scary to talk about anything it makes my job incredibly difficult I hope they don't take anything away from me he said whoever they are Chappelle made explicit jokes about trans women's bodies and misgendered trans people in several stand-up specials released in the last few years. Criticism of the comments quickly mounted in 2021 following the release of his multi-million dollar Netflix special, The Closer, offending LGBTQ advocates and leading some Netflix employees to protest the company and call for the special to be removed. Netflix stood by the special, which was later nominated for two Emmys. Chappelle addressed criticism on tour shortly after the release of his special, telling his audience he was willing to talk with trans critics but was not bending to anybody's demands. That's it. Here's the thing, and here, like, this is what we've talked about comedians so many times, but you're not going to hear a woman, female comedian, say, oh, I can't do stand-up anymore. I can't talk about anything. It's all the men. Like, you, Amy Schumer's doing fine. So, like, Chelsea Handler's doing fine. Like, none of them are coming out being like, oh, I can't talk about this anymore. Like, it's all these yeah. dumb fucking men. Like, Dave Chappelle, I think he's so awful. I, and even... Like that you have to bring out a piece of paper and say, I denounce it. It's just like, it feels so fake to me. Like he could see yeah. why they think Jews run the media. It's like, what, what, that's an awful comment. Like you should just, and it's not okay to say it out loud. It's like, you're basically saying that you are anti-Semitic. You just don't say it out loud. Like, I don't get why he got that platform at all on SNL and I can't stand him. Me neither. Um, also it's like, you can almost under, not like, it's obviously not okay to say something, but it's like, if he had said something off the cuff, like one time and owned right. up to it and didn't right. do it again, that, cause like shit happened, like you're on, I don't know what it's like to be a comedian, but like maybe no, you're he on doubles down. And you just like, yeah. and you just like say something and then you're like, oh shit, like that wasn't okay. Or like misspoke, like that's fine, but I just just like own up to it. And that's what we always say. Like comedians think they have this like pass for saying or offensive things. They think that that's like what they're supposed to do. Like nobody's going to start this discourse. So I have to. It's like, no, you don't have to. Like yeah. just stick that girl special that I watched. What's her name? She has like five Netflix specials. This that blonde girl. I forget mm-hmm. what her name is. Anyway, it was so funny. All she talked about was basically herself and like white women and like and that's I saw that other lady Taylor Tomlinson too. She's a stand-up comedian, and she only talked about oh, her yeah. therapy I was and like her TikToks the other day. She's pretty funny. She's funny. Like you can have a whole comedic set and not offend anybody. Like yeah, it's easy. And it's like that's not like a platform for you to be like making Rude. fun of other groups of people. Right. You know what I right. mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you don't that's not giving you permission to say things about others, you know? Completely agree. Yeah, he's outdated. He's got to go. Yeah. Um, and he's rich as fuck. You're good. Stop right. doing stand-up. Like, oh, I don't like doing stand-up anymore. That's fine. Sit down. Yeah, you don't have to retire. do shit. Go to the beach. Like, Literally. Um. Okay, so we have two. I think these last ones are just quick. Um, yep. But... John Aniston, Days of Our Lives actor, and Jennifer Aniston's father is dead at 89 years old. Um, I guess I just didn't know that he was in Days of Our Lives. Yeah, I didn't really know anything about um, 
her family. Do you think she's like a nepotism baby? I don't know. Maybe. What What do you think about her most recent photo shoot? Very revealing. Good for her, it was though. Very Jesus. Revealing. I mean, she looks amazing. I don't really know that it was like necessary. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but whatever. I mean, good for her. I always feel much. like um, it's those magazine photo shoots are like that 30 Rock scene where he's like trying to get Liz to like take all his clothes, her clothes off and like sprays like oil on her. And like, you know, magazine photo shoots are just so strange. Like, why do they always have to be so like naked or like, you know, yeah. Kim looks so weird in some like magazine photo shoots. It's just well, like, it's why like, are you doing weird that, things? That's like the cover and then the articles about her IVF struggles <laughs> like it's like it you're doesn't... wearing like nipple chanel nipple pasties right like... she is so dramatic though in that article about how movie stars are dead there's no movie stars anymore social media is ruining everything there's no then movie, go be stars. A movie star well it's like bitch you were in a one thing with vince vaughn like 15 years ago like you're good you like... were in along came polly <laughs> Like, like there are movie stars it's florence Pugh. like you're just not one of them like it's just different right. i like, hate you when had old people moment. just can't like get with the times yeah get with the program especially um, old like rich people like jennifer you're good you're fine yeah you don't have to do anything else for the rest of your life like you were on one of the most successful sitcoms of all time like and you're speaking good. of one of the most successful sitcoms of all time Kim Cattrall just alluded to being <laughs> tolerated on the Sex and the City set, and it sparked a mixed reaction from fans. Um, so in recent years, Sex and the City has become just as renowned for its off-screen drama as it is for its fictional story, with Kim Cattrall being incredibly vocal about her neg- negative experience on the show. Um, so there, we know that there have been rumors of tension be- between Kim and her co-stars for quite some time. Um, let's see. I just want, like... We've talked about this a million times. I just want the most recent. She basically, I think she, it was literally just that one thing. And it said, go where you're at, like, in, uh, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Oh, okay. I, this article. That's it. That's too much going on. Um, I was just looking up when, se- uh, uh, yep. Yeah. I can't figure, well, I don't think they've released the date yet. They are filming though. They're, yeah, they're definitely filming it. So that's good maybe but season one came out about a year ago i think december 9th 2021 can you even believe it Mm -mm. so maybe december who knows um i'm excited for it i feel like they didn't give us much time like i feel like and then it was within like a month so that it was just like on instagram like okay here's the trailer perfect I'm still right. surprised they're doing a second season. So how dare you? I of course they're doing a second season, and this well, one's going to win make an it Emmy. Seem like they were going to do one. Yes, they did. She's going to have a podcast, and she's going to be with her producer, and Miranda's going to be with Che I'm Diaz. I'm excited for that storyline. Yeah, okay. who knows? Maybe SJP is going to have some sex again, sex and the city. Well, there wasn't much going on in the first season. Just so. masturbation. Kitch, just kitchen gate. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway, all right, Close everybody. This out, I... get, say a quick prayer for us that we get an email coming through yeah. this evening. But it, I'm it's never listening o'clock. to Taylor Swift again if I don't get one. Yeah. Um. 
So we shall see what happens. We will report back the next episode. Um, I'm sure tomorrow we'll be so excited. We got tickets and we'll forget all this happened. But Well, we'll see. Yeah, let's hope. Here's hoping. We will see. Along okay, came Polly. Along came Polly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on our social media at ThatSourcePod on Instagram and TikTok and at ThatSource underscore on Twitter. Um, rate and follow us and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're Kevin Ie, and that was literally the worst. See ya. Bye.